say, I'm ready for the blessings of God. I mean, why not? If, if, God says, if God says that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him, then we can receive some rewards. Is it wrong to receive rewards? Absolutely not. It's wrong to let the rewards that you receive control your life instead of God controlling your life. It's kind of like money. I, I was in a, a meeting through the marriage initiative and there was a pastor in the room and they made a comment about money is the root of all evil. So here we are with, with probably 200 secular people and I said, wait, 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 wait a minute. It's not money that's the root of all evil. It's the love of money that is the root of all evil. See, come on somebody. You can love a knife. It's not the knife that's evil, it's what you do with that knife. You can use that knife to carve turkey and ham for your family, or you can use that knife to put it in the middle of somebody's back. So we're ready for God's blessing. You ready for the blessings of God? This is a, this, I don't know how long this is. It might be one or two part series. I know it's more than one. It might be two or three part series, but let's get into that. Let's turn with me to Genesis chapter 12, and I'm just going to lay down a foundation because we are really going to go after some things. I want to invite you because I want to invite you to, to, to be faithful with the things of God. I want to invite you that after the first of the year, God's been dealing with me. We're going to lay out some things on who God is. We are going to shake who you think God is. We're going to show you biblically who God is. If Jesus says, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever... And we say God won't change his mind. He did in Nineveh. Hello? So we're going to take some of those things and we're going to look at that. And it's going to be, it's going to, it's, it will be life changing for you. There are some things you'll say, yeah, I know I got that. But there are some things you're like, wow, really? So God's going to expand for you for 2010. 2010, God's going to get bigger in your life. Hello? 2010, God's going to get bigger in your life, who he is. So let's get into this. Before we do, let me pray. Father, I know that you have brought forth this word today. I know that you have orchestrated it through the praise and worship. I know that you've orchestrated it through Pastor Shelley. And God, we're asking you to open up our eyes to be able to see how you want to bless us and that you want to bless us even more than what we want to be blessed. So God, we're asking you now to open up our hearts. Holy Spirit, teach us and train us with your word. God, we're thanking you for your word. God, many people died just for this word of God to be able to be brought forth, not only to be printed and published, but to be able to come to America and begin to shift and change our nation. God, I thank you for this word in Jesus' name. And let's thank the Lord for the word of God. Amen. Amen. Let's take a look at God's blessings this morning. Uh, uh, technology is really great. You know, when I get that stuff on my computer at home, it really looks like you can see it and it shows up really good. And then we put it up on the projector and, you know, it kind of, it's kind of hard to read, but we're, just follow along with us. Genesis chapter 12, let's look at verses 2 and 3. Genesis 12, let's look at verses 2 and 3. And I will make you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great and so you shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you. So we know that, that, that he's talking about Abraham. God is talking to Abraham. And he says, I will bless you. Say, bless you. I mean, somebody sneezes, don't be afraid to say, God bless you, or God bless you, you know? You know, I mean, sometimes we get to be so politically correct, we just don't know what to say to them when they sneeze anymore, because we might offend somebody. Well, offend them. Yeah. Amen. Offend them. 
I'm like, somebody, I mean, I've been in public places and say, God bless you. Turn around and, you know, I've had people look at me and I've had somebody that I've told that to go, thank you. You know what I mean? I didn't have to hear it, but they said, thank you. So we got Abraham that God is saying, I'm going to bless you. Do you know that, that some of our nursery school uh, teachings, our nursery school music is that Abraham is our father. Father Abraham had many sons, many sons has father Abraham. I am one of them. And so are you. <laughs> So let's just praise the Lord. So Father Abraham, I mean, he's not, he's, he's our father. Is, he, is, is Adam our father? Absolutely. We got many fathers in the faith. Come on, somebody. But if everything's going to come back to Abraham, everything's going to come back to Adam. Are you with me? So he says, I'm going to bless you. So let's take a look at this. If he says in Genesis 12, verses 2 and 3, that he's going to bless you, and he's going to bless you to what? Be a blessing. And he's going he's to bless those who bless you. So when you bless somebody else, God's going to bless you. Are you understanding the principle? Let's take a look at that. Let's look at Genesis chapter 26, verse 3. Genesis 26, 3. Now, if we get ahead of you and you can't catch up, get the CD. You can download it on, the, on, a, on our website. Uh, tomorrow morning, you'll probably be able to download it or tomorrow afternoon, Augustine will upload this message. You'll be able to get it. Call to your neighbors and friends and say, look, I want you to begin to start partaking of this. There's a time we're going to go live from Sunday morning. There's a time we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna broadcast over the Internet live. This it will be a time where we will be live, and you'll be in, you'll be in Oklahoma City because you got the weekend off and you're taking it, and you'll be able to click on the Internet, and you're going to be able to listen to us live. You can join us. Amen? And see, I've got some friends in Liberia that want us to come to, to Africa, and there's some others in Africa, and they want to hear what God is doing in Woodward, Oklahoma. Can you believe that? So they're going to be able to click on there. They're going to be able to listen to what's taking place right here in Woodward, Oklahoma. Let's give the Lord some praise for that. Amen. So Genesis 26, 3, here's what it says. Sojourn in this land and I will be with you and bless you. For to you and to your descendants, I will give all these lands. And I will establish the oath which I swore to your father, Abraham. So who's God talking to here now? He's talking about Isaac. Abraham is the son of Isaac, and, and, and I mean, uh, Isaac is the son of Abraham, and you know what? He's talking to him now, and he's saying, hey, guess what? I'm going to bless you just as I blessed your father. You are going to be blessed. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm blessed. Do you know the scripture says in Psalms 119.58, with all my heart, I want your blessings. You know, David wrote most of the Psalms. There's a lot of different writers of the Psalms, but he says, with all my heart, I want your blessings. I want, I'm telling you right now, if you say, Pastor, do you want the blessings of God? Yes, I do. Would the blessings of God be good in your life? Do you think the blessings of God would be pretty good in your life? Yeah, do you, do you, think, you think pumpkin pie with Cool Whip on it's pretty good? Can I get an amen on some cherry pie with some Cool Whip? Are you with me? I mean, are they blessings in your life? Yes, absolutely, especially if you're hungry and you got the opportunity to have pumpkin pie and put some Cool Whip on it. That stuff is good, amen? That's how I like my pumpkin pie. You like yours probably with vanilla ice cream or something on it, right? <laughs> so he says, with all my heart, I want your blessings. So let's take a look at this word bless, and let's, let's, let's see what it means. The word bless literally means, if we can put them up, I think you'll be able to see it, to approve or to confer prosperity or happiness upon. In other words, to confer or approve prosperity or happiness upon. It also means to protect, say protect. It means to protect. So the blessing can be protection. 
See, a lot of times we just think in the financial. Well, God's going to bless me. Give me some money so I can do what I need to do. I got some things I want to do, places I want to go, ski trips I want to go on. Are you with me? I got some things I want to spend my money on. But it's not just financial blessing. When God's talking about the blessings of Abraham, yes, the blessings of Abraham are physical. Yes, there are other blessings that God is willing to give us, but it's also going to be protection. Anybody had a blessing of the Lord about protection recently? Have you had? So God's protected you. Some people have car accidents that they've had been avoided. Are you with me? There's been, uh, I, I read uh, where Ben and Arwen were, were coming through a stoplight or something there uh, in, in Illinois right now. And there was a drunk driver came through, I guess. And Ben had to cross over a couple lanes just to avoid that. So how many of you would say that protection is a blessing? Protection can be a blessing. So well, protection's a blessing. You know what also is a pr- blessing? preservation or it means to preserve god wants to preserve our faith in him you have faith in god so there's preservation it can mean to endow say endow anybody got an endowment fund i don't know a whole lot about endowment fund i wish i would have had an endowment fund but you know what i may not have in the natural endowment fund but through the blood of jesus christ i am endowed with the riches that god has are you with me i have received an inheritance so that's my endowment fund so to be blessed can also literally mean an endowment to be blessed when you look at that word it literally means favor say favor say it again Say it like you want some favor. Favor. I like the word favor. Favor. Pastor, somebody gave you favor. Pastor, somebody's given you favor. We'll pull into a parking lot and we'll say, God, we're looking for your blessings upon us, especially when you shop at this time of year. You know what I mean? You, you know, I, I always park at the back because I don't want somebody to hit my car. You know? But my wife likes to park a little bit sooner so she doesn't have to walk so far. Come on, somebody. Especially when it's raining or it's got snow. So we'll drive around the parking lot and we'll ask God for his favor. And I'm telling you, it's amazing. You'll go to pull in. There's, you know, I, I have pulled down a, lo- a lane where I've looked and there's been four cars. And I've pulled behind them. And those three cars left. Somebody got in a car in the third parking spot and backed out, left me an open spot. And I said, thank you, God, for your favor there's favor upon your life i want the favor to be upon your life so as we look at the blessings that's what we want to be able to have we want to be to approve to confer prosperity or happiness upon it means to protect it means to preserve it means to also be able to have an endowment or endow and it also means favor turn to your neighbor and say you got favor Okay, so what will the blessings, the question that I want to ask you is what will the blessings of God bring you? Can we look biblically and see what the blessings of God will bring us? Let's take a look at that. If you're taking some notes, the first thing you want to do is peace. Is that hung up yet? Is that hung up? Can you you move forward on there? There you go. Keep going. Let's go to the next slide because that was my definitions on that. Let's take a look at this. Peace. Say peace. That one of the blessings that God has for us is peace. So I want to look at some scripture. I'm going to go pretty fast this morning. Is that okay? I'm going to give you a lot of scripture this morning. Psalms 29, 11, it says this. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Say peace. Peace. Don't you want peace in your life? The shalom, the Hebrew word shalom, is not an outside absence of conflict, but it's an inward peace. 
That no matter what is going on in your business, Wayne, no matter what's taking place with your work, there can be pressure on the outside, but in the inside, God wants to bless you and bring blessing on your life so you'll be able to live and operate in peace. We want to have peace. My kids may go through some stuff, but while they go through it, I want to have peace. Are you with me? I may be in the midst of, if you're in school or you're going to college or whatever, you may be in the midst of dealing with some issues in your life, but guess what? God wants in the midst of it, he wants to bless you, and that blessing is peace. What other scriptures we've got? We've got some other scriptures we want to share with you. Let's look at Romans 14, 17. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. I love this scripture. It's not about eating and drinking, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. When we're talking about the kingdom of God, learning about the kingdom of God, again, it's king's dominion, it's king's rule. You are operating and living in the kingdom of God. You should have dominion. That means power and authority in your life. Christ died for you to have power and authority in your life. So he says, it's not eating and drinking. It's not about just having pumpkin pie and pecan pie and cherry pie and ham and, and, and you know, all these other scalloped potatoes, all these other things that you might have had. Do you know what I mean? But is actually righteousness, joy, and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So there's that peace. Say peace. So the blessings of God should bring peace in my life. Are you going to have peace in your life in the midst of the economic situation that we're in right now? Are you going to have peace in your life? Some of you I know that, that, that your, your employment has cut you off. Right now you might be drawing unemployment. You may be looking for another job. Are you going to have peace and faith in your life that you're going to be able to, that God is going to position you and bring you to the place where he wants to bring you and, and get you that job that God knows you need to have? Come on, somebody. You've got to have peace. Say peace. So 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 2, it says, Let grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Grace and peace. So we can begin to see that there's the peace of God. There's that peace, that blessings of God bring peace. We need some peace in our lives. Some people can't even go to sleep at night because they're having bad dreams and there is not peace, there's not rest, there's not the grace of God in their life. They're up in the middle of the night. Now, there's one thing when God wakes you up in the middle of the night, all right? There's another thing because you're so worried about everything that you just don't have any peace. I don't know about you, but my wife can tell you there can be some things going on and it's like a light switch. I lay my head down and I'm out. She's like, how do you do that? I was like, okay. You know, I, I can watch something on television or when I go to bed, you know, I can read something and then all of a sudden I'm done, the light's out, bam. I got some peace going on in my life. Turn to your neighbor and say, I want some peace. Come on, turn to your neighbor and say, I want some peace. We want the blessings of God. We want the favor of God. We want that peace of God in our lives. So let me give you another thing that the blessings of God can bring. Not only can it bring peace, but the blessings of God can bring health. The blessings of God can not only bring peace, but the blessings of God can bring health. Let me give you some scriptures to be able to back that up. Proverbs 14.30 says, A heart at peace gives life to the body. A heart at peace gives life to the body. A heart at peace gives life to the body. So you can look at this. We could use this same scripture for the peace of God for the blessings of God to have peace, but it also, it does what? Gives life to the body. Could I say gives health to the body? 
could I say, gives good health to the body. Hello? Because there's good health and there can be poor health. So uh, a heart at peace gives life to the body. Ecclesiastes 5.19 says this. And of course, it is very good if a man has received wealth from the Lord and the good health to enjoy it. That is indeed a gift from God. Wow. It says, you know what? Some people, some people are afraid to get wealthy. Some people are afraid to have wealth because they'll be afraid that they won't be able to handle it. If you get that way, then give it to those that can handle it. Hello? Seriously. But I believe that you're going to be able to handle it because you're going to be a good steward. Amen. So he says not only has received wealth from the Lord or some versions say riches from the Lord, but he says and good health to enjoy it. What about people that might have wealth that don't have the good health to enjoy it? Oh, come on, somebody. That wouldn't that be terrible? Wouldn't that be terrible, Jeremy, for you to work all your life and then all of a sudden the, the peace of God, the blessings of God financially come to you and then you, you have the wealth, but you don't have the good health, right? The Bible says it's, you can have good health to enjoy it. And the Bible also says in Ecclesiastes that it's a gift from God. This is the living Bible. It's a, it's a gift from God. How about Third John or 3 John chapter 2 or verse 2 or section 2 or... Beloved, I pray that in all respects you may prosper and be in good health just as your soul prospers. Wow. Doesn't God want us to be in good health? Good health. The blessings of God. God bless me. Bless me, God. Bless me. Bless me, God. Is it just financial? Or is it saying, God bless me, I've got to have some peace in my life. God bless me, I've got to have some health. I've got to have good health in my life. See, that's one of the things that you have to say, God, when, when I receive the blessings of the Lord, and see, God wants, you know what? God wants to bless you. He wants to bless you more, Delbert, than you want to be blessed. Hello? He wants to bless you, Chris, more than you want to be blessed. He wants you to be able to have peace in the midst of what's going on. Reagan, he wants you to be able to have good health in the midst of what's going on. Are you with me? Scott, he wants to bless you. He wants to give you peace. He wants to give you good health. In the midst of what's going on. Are you with me? So turn to your neighbor and say, I'm going to get me some peace. Tell him, and you're going to get you some good health. Yeah, we want good health. He wants us to prosper. See, John says that. He said, I want you to prosper even as your soul prospers and be in good health. We want to be in good health as our soul prospers. God wants us to have a prosperous soul. Your soul being your mind, your will, and emotion. God wants you to prosper. Are you with me? God, God is a God who wants you to prosper. So not only does God want the blessings to be in our lives, and that is, number one is what? Peace. Say peace. The second one is what? Health. Good health. Okay. The third one is favor. Write that down. Favor. God wants me to have peace. He wants me to have good health. God wants me to have favor. 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 God wants me to have favor. He wants me to have favor. Favor. What do you mean God wants you to have favor? How does God want you to have favor? I'm going to give you an example from my life. Can I give you an example from my life where God has given me favor? Can I do that? Um, President Bush was coming. Former President Bush was coming to, to Woodward. I've been involved with praying with the leaders in our community about what's taking place at Crystal Beach. And I had somebody tell me, they said, are they going to bless that park? And I said, you know, I, I don't know. He said, maybe you need to be the one to do that. 
This was somebody didn't even live in Woodward. I said, really? So I listened. Are you with me? So I contacted the mayor. And I said, uh, sent him an email. And I blessed him in the name of the Lord. And, and I said, look, you know, what about dedicating the park to God? See, y'all, y'all don't know this. Some of you do, because some of you were there. Lorraine and Audie, they were there. There were some others. So I contacted the mayor, and the mayor said, you know, we didn't have that in. He said, but why don't you do that? Why don't you come? He said, I'll see how we can get it on the program. I wasn't worried about no program. I was like, if this is you, God, this is you, then you're going to do it. So here they are. <laughs> here they are. Here they are all lined up, right? And I come in. You know, and all the other commissioners and everybody else and all the other, you know, big, big wheels. Can I see that say that? The mayor says, come here. So I come on up. And all of a sudden, this, the city manager is standing here. The mayor's standing here. And guess who's standing next to him? Hello, <laughs> <Low> me. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, this is interesting. Hello? Hey, look, sometimes you don't know who likes you and who doesn't. But there was a lot of people behind us, and there might have been some of them people back there that didn't like me. But it wasn't about that. It was about the dedication of the water park. And they allowed us, he allowed us, before they got even started, he said, he gave me the mic and let me pray, didn't he? Pray and bless the water park. Come on. And we dedicated the water park to the Lord. Because how many of you know that God wants you to enjoy good things too, Amen. And we dedicated that to the Lord. And I mean, it was, that was the favor of God. It wasn't something I could do. It wasn't something that my education got me there. I believe that God is the one that placed me there. And when he placed me there, then who else is there? You guys too. We're all there together. Are you with me? So he placed me there and was able to do that. And we were able to pray and dedicate the water park to the Lord. So every single time now I go by that water park, guess what I think of? I think of the favor of God that he allowed me to be able to come and bless that. Now, all I know is there's probably 26 other churches in town. And with those 26 other churches, there's probably 26 other pastors. And I know our mayor goes to church, but it wasn't his pastor that blessed that. Turn to your neighbor and say, that's favor. Turn to your neighbor and say, you got favor. Tell him you got favor three times. You got favor, you got favor, you got favor. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to point it out to you. Psalms 5.12. If you got your Bibles, turn with me to Psalms 5.12. For it is you who blesses the righteous man, O Lord. You surround him with favor as a shield. It's you who blesses the righteous man. Christ is your Savior. Guess what? You're righteous. Are you with me? Say, I'm a righteous man. I know you women are kind of hard, but you're a woman. He wasn't talking about being gender specific here. He was talking about mankind, the righteous mankind. Are you with me? Because there's some unrighteous mankind. So he says, for it is you who blesses the righteous man, O Lord. You surround him with favor as a shield. Isn't that cool? You got some Star Wars stuff going on. Hello? I mean, you got this, you know, you got that shield of favor around you. Oh, come on, somebody. You got shield of favor around you. I'll give you another shield of favor that I believe that we were in, we were in, uh, we were in, um, um, Springfield and, and, uh, Kim's, uh, Tom's mom was wanting this special little, um, gosh, what was it? It was this little, like, gerbil hamster 
that is, uh, that's electric or whatever. You turn him on and he runs. And I guess it's the big thing nowadays. Zuzu pet or Zuzu something. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Okay. So we go into Toys R, R, R Us and, um, and, and we asked about them and they were like, um, they had a cart behind the counter. They didn't have any left except for what was behind the counter. And the lady says, well, you can have two. She says, but it only can be one. No, you can have only one, one per person. And, she, and I looked at her and she was like, well, I'm one, you're one. <laughs> Are you with me? Her, her grandkids, she'd been looking for them to get to her, get to one for each of one of her grandchildren. Not a big deal. But I believe that was the shield around me was the favor of God. Hello? We went in there. They didn't even have them on the shelf. They only had like six or eight in this little buggy thing. And she got out two of them and gave one to us, one for me and one for her. I didn't buy it. She paid for it. Are you with me? And her grandkids now got blessed with the little Zuzu hamster thing. We went online. We went online and looked at them. And you could buy them online. But they were two and three times the amount of money that it costs in, 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 in Toys R Us. Turn to your neighbor and say, that's favor. I'm telling you, I, I am married to a woman who has the shield of favor wrapped around her. I'm serious. She, she's got the shield of favor. I mean, wherever we go, I've been in, I've been in there in, being a good husband, a good husband. I've been in there holding her bags while she shops, right? I'm telling you, she can come up to the deal counter and put all these things on there, and I'm thinking, that's $200 worth of clothes. And she's like, I got that. I'm telling on her. She probably probably wouldn't appreciate me telling on her. But she got that? $10, $15. I was like, this one lady was trying to get her to buy, what was it, $150 for a leather jacket that was like a $600 leather jacket. She didn't, she didn't buy it, but I was like, look at the favor on this girl. I mean, she's gone and bought stuff on sale. Are you with me? She goes and she, you know, God goes to this rack, gets this stuff on sale, and then she'll go up to the counter, and a lot of times they'll say, well, do you want an additional 10% if you get a credit card? And she'll go, no. And the lady will go, well, I'll give you the 10% anyway. And I'm going, That's, how do, what is that? Well, you know what? It's, it's the word of the Lord. You know what I mean? She has a favor shield around her. Turn to your neighbor and say, I got some favor. You got some favor. You got some favor. You got to claim that favor. Is there something wrong with that? No, there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, God wants us to have favor. We're going to talk about that, that God does give you favor. Hello? God will give you favor. So let's look at this word favor. Let's put this up. I want us to to give the definition. A regard out of preference for. Favor means a regard out of preference for. Go ahead. It means approving, commendation. Okay? You're, you're approved by God. You are approved by God. Do you know that you are sealed with the Holy Spirit unto the day of redemption? Hello? I had somebody one time just recently ask me, what about this Mark of the Beast stuff? I said, aren't you sealed with the day of redemption by the Holy Spirit? Hello? You're, you're commended. You're approved. It also means praise. It also means to partially or leniency. You ever have leniency? I'm telling you, we mess up. We've got leniency in court systems. We've seen leniency in fines. We've seen leniency in the hospital bills. Come on, somebody. 
I mean, I know that some righteous people have gone in and said, you know, I had trouble paying my bill, so I paid $50 a month, $50 a month for three or four years, and they kept paying, and all of a sudden, guess what, Pastor, what? I said, I don't know, but the lady from the hospital called me up and said, you know, $2,000 debt? Yeah, forget it. And I'm like, that's the favor of God. Amen. That's the favor of God. Could you get that in writing? <laughs> you know, we got to have wisdom with it. But it also means permission. It also means popularity. It also means kindness. We have the kindness of God. Do you, don't you serve and, 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 and worship a God that is a kind God? He's kind to us. He gives us favor. It also means to aid. It means to assist. It means an effort in one's behalf. God, you have the favor of God. God's going to make an effort in your behalf. Hello? You might be able to call and say, Pastor, would you go and sit in the courthouse with me? And, and, and I'm say, yeah, you know, let me know what time, 2 o'clock, whatever. We'll go and we'll sit in. There was one time recently where I even pulled up to the courthouse and somebody else had already gone in and they had already talked to the person and said, forget it, it's been dismissed. I just was on the ground. Hello? It wasn't me. Are you with me? I was like, God, that's your favor. God, that's your favor. They're like, you know what? We don't need you. You can go now. Thanks for showing up, but we don't need you. Are you with me? That's favor. So it also means special attention. Do you, do you think you should have some special attention? Hello? Special attention. Well, you're the teacher's pet. Well, all I know is that I'm God's favorite. <laughs> Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm God's favorite. Now, how can we all be God's favorite? Because he's God. He's God. Those that love him. Those that are called according to his purpose, you're his favorite. You're his favorite. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're his favorite. Tell somebody, you're his favorite. You're his favorite. You're his favorite. So, so why, why shouldn't God do these things for us? Are you with us? Okay, so that's the favor of God. It also literally means special privileges. It means in one's good grace, or check this out, to one's advantage. To one's advantage. We were playing cards playing spades and i'm like oh lord i need a good hand and the kids are like stop that dad don't be bringing god into this deal now come on are you with me <laughs> so obviously they could recognize that when he prays all of a sudden he gets a good hand are you with me? or all of a sudden he gets something that he can really really use but it's like wait a minute don't be bringing god into this deal now but you know what god's in everything He's in everything. When you, when you say, look, you call upon the Lord, thou shalt be saved. I'm telling you, he's involved and in, he wants to be involved in what you're involved in. So that's favor. That is special attention. So God's blessing, God's blessing can bring peace on our life. God's blessing can bring health or good health on our life. And God's blessing can also bring what? Favor. Turn to your neighbor and say favor. See, God's blessing can bring those things. Peace, health, favor. And you know what else God's blessing can bring? Another one he can bring is wealth. Or the Bible calls it riches or wealth. Okay? So let's take a look at some scriptures because I know you want me to back that up with some scripture. Proverbs 10, 22. This is what it says. The blessing of the Lord brings wealth and he adds no trouble to it. That's the international version. There's another version that says he has no sorrow to it. The Bible says Jesus became poor so you could become. God said it in his word, Tatum. I didn't say it. Are you with me? I'm just saying that's what God says. 
So what does that mean? Is it just financial wealth? I think it's part of it. Is it, is it, is it peace? That's part of it. Is it good health? Yep, that's part of it. It's favor? Yep, that's good. That's, that's favor. Hello? I'm telling you, you cannot have the money. You cannot have the money and be put in a press box at a race. Any NASCAR race fans in here? Got one or two? I didn't have the money, but yet a guy, a guy took me down to a racetrack, put me in one of them. You don't hear the racetracks. I mean, it's better than the chicken bone section. I've sat in the chicken bone section. Y'all don't know what the chicken bone section is. In a racetrack, the higher you sit in a, in a racetrack, you eat your chicken bones and you throw them down front. So if you're sitting down front, you're hitting the back of the head with chicken bones. Sometimes they'll have meat on them. You can finish it up. You cannot have the money and be put into a press box. 22 years old, I go to a race and a guy takes me to a press box. Bad thing for me because I had been sitting at the chicken bone section and now I got in the VIP box. Are you with me? I mean, you could, they, they served you everything you want. They had this bunt chocolate cake with frosting on that thing. And I was like, the guy says, you want a piece? I said, yeah. I ate one piece. He says, you want another one? I said, can I? Joe, you remember that? I took Joel with me. We went one time, and this is another time. We went down there. I'm telling you, the favor of God's on this kid. We go to the race. Can I, can I tell you a little story? Is that okay? Just be me. So we go to the racetrack. We get up there, and this is Rockingham. You, you know, Rockingham and NASCAR was driving, and, uh, and we're in the press box, and we're sitting up there, and he says, look, I got these press passes. Why don't you go down, or pit passes? Why don't you go down to the pit stop? He didn't tell us that kids weren't supposed to be allowed. So we go and we cross the track and we go on in and we're looking at the race car and there's Joel. The race car's right there. And Joel walks up to the race car and kind of stands by it to have his picture taken. I'm dad's going to take his picture. Jeff Gordon's race car's right there. And this guy comes up and says, hey, hey, you're not supposed to be here. I said, wait a minute, I want to get his picture. He said, no, kids aren't supposed to be in the pit, pit area. So I said, okay, let me get a picture. I got the picture. I said, come on, we'll leave. So we started to leave, and between the pit stop, there's a grass area, then there's a track, then there's the stands. So we got out of the pit area to the grass area, and they closed the door. You couldn't go across the track. You know why? Because they put up the ropes, and here come the drivers. So I'm like, Joel's like, well, we got to go, Dad. I'm like, oh, hold on. Here come the drivers. Dale Earnhardt was still alive at the time. There's Dale Earnhardt. Joel's like, he, he didn't know where they were, who they were. So Joel's looking at him. He's going, yeah, I like that guy. And he knew who Jeff Gordon was, kind of. And he, and he was sitting there, and I'm taking pictures, and I'm looking at this, and I'm rewinding my camera, and I see Jeff Gordon walk over there. You know, and there was Kyle Petty and, and Bush and Kyle Bush and you know, all of them. They, those of you that know a little about talk to you three. Know a little bit about. <laughs> so they're, they're all coming, you know, along there, Mark Martin. My sister's a big Mark Martin fan. Mark Martin's a a good man, and, you know, and, 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 and they're going there, and I'm, I'm saying hi to them and stuff like that, and people are shaking their hand, like, this is so cool. And they're all adults, right? But there's Joel. <laughs> Joel. And he's standing there, and, uh, you know, and he's looking, and, I, and I'm, I'm taking pictures and stuff, and then Jeff Gordon comes up, and I say, and I see Jeff Gordon, and I said, hey, Jeff Gordon, you know, and, and all of a sudden, Jeff's, Jeff turns and looks at me, and Joel is standing right over there. And, uh, and I took a picture of him, and I'm trying to, the Kodak camera, you know, you got to wind that thing up, you with me? So I'm down here winding it up, and Jeff Gordon makes a beeline for Joel. He, he was from this side to that side. He said, hey, buddy, how are you? And he walked right over to Joel, and he's shaking Joel's hand, and I'm over here going, Where's my, why isn't this working? 
I'm like, he's standing right there. There's Jeff Gordon. And Joel's like, you know, he pats him on the head and he walks off. We, after the race, or the, you know, the race, after the, they introduced the drivers net, they let us back across the track. We go up and Joel's, Joel's like, you know, that was cool. I said, Joel, that was Jeff Gordon. He said, yeah, so he's pulling for him in the race, you know. Jeff Gordon wins. So now Joel says, Dad, maybe every race I need to go to because Jeff Gordon wins the race I go to. Because he had been before and Jeff Gordon won the same race he was at then. Are you with me? Say, that's favor. I mean, how much favor can you have as a little kid? I wanted to go to the stadium in, in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. We had a, we had a semi-pro ball team, kind of like they do the Red Hawks down in Oklahoma City. Well, when I was in high school, we used to go to work. I used to put up the numbers. You know, a little kid behind the deal, I put up numbers up. That was me. I had a friend of mine. I mean, he got involved in that. Got, he, you know what he would do? He would, he would feed the pets of the ball players. Okay, so he would meet the ball players, and, and he was like, you know, you want to work there? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you want to meet the ball players? I'm like, really? He said, yeah. I was like, okay, so we're in the locker room, man. You know, and the ball players are coming in, and they're just regular guys. You know, they're just good at baseball. You know, so we're meeting those guys and everything else, and you know, and 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 they would hit home run balls. And guess who could get to the home run balls before anybody else? Because I was out there with the scoreboard. Are you with me? There it is. It just went over center field. All them other kids are running over there. They're coming out of the stands, running around. I already got the ball. (laughs) So we go to, I want to go to big league ball game. All right? Some of you may not be sports fans. Just hang with me. We go to a big league ball game. Do you know how many kids go early to, to a ballpark to get an autograph from one of the ball players. Do you know how many? I don't know about you, that, but I, I'd never been to a big league park. So I went to a big league park. Man, we went out in Anaheim, one of the Anaheim, Anaheim Angels and the Kansas City Royals. Bo Jackson, those of you who know Bo Jackson, Bo Jackson was playing for Kansas City. So I got Michael and I got Joel and we spent three days out there. And, and the first day we're out there, Michael, my son Michael, he's way down in left field because Hal McRae, who played left field for the Kansas City Royals, is out there. And Michael's trying to get an autograph from Hal McRae. Hal McRae's out there taking fly balls and he's throwing them in. So Joel and I were walking down here. We're by the dugout. We're by the dugout, the, the Anaheim Angels dugout. And we're standing there and there's six kids there and there's Joel in the midst of it. And I'm standing like this and the coach from the from the from the Anaheim Angels comes across and he goes to go down in the dugout and he sticks his head out and he takes a major league baseball an American league baseball an authentic original American league some of you guys are going yeah I know what you mean pastor I like to have one of them and he rolls it across the top of the dugout and this kid reaches over and grabs it and he goes no no not you and I'm going <laughs> I thought he was going to give it to me. <laughs> and I'm thinking, me? And he goes, no, no, him. And I'm, I'm pointing to Joel. And he's, yeah, Joel's just standing there. <laughs> Joel's just standing there, not really knowing what's going on. And the kid gives him the baseball. And he looks at that baseball and says, Dad, I got a baseball. I was thinking, do you know, son, how many kids in Anaheim have come game after game after game after game, have sold pop bottles, have, you know what I mean, thrown newspapers and come to the ballpark just to get an authentic American League baseball and you come from North Carolina and you have the favor of God on you and you get the baseball. Amen? Let's give the Lord some praise for favor. It can be on your life. Uh, can I tell him the rest of the story? So we, we're in the... We're in the uh, we're in the hotel that night. 
The game was wonderful, man. I mean, Anaheim won, and we got to see Bo Jackson, and we're in the hotel that night, and I said, Joel, I'm looking at the baseball, guys. I'm looking at that baseball, and I'm thinking, what's the odds of this? Are you with me? I said, Joel, this is a tremendous, this is really great. This is really wonderful, son. I said, maybe, maybe tomorrow you can get it signed. Now, you know what I'm thinking. So he says, oh, okay, Dad. So we're going we're gonna to go down to the pool and go swimming, boys and I. So that evening, we, we ordered dinner in the hotel room, and we're eating, and Joel comes out of the bathroom and says, Dad, I got my baseball signed. And I looked at his baseball, and I turned it over, and it said, Joel Cox. Here's an eight-year-old boy. I was thinking Bo Jackson, Hal McRae. You know what I mean? I mean, what could I do? I looked at that, and, I, and, I, and I, my mind was going, I cannot believe this. He just ruined the value of this baseball. That's what my mind was saying. But my mouth didn't say that. I looked at it, and I said, oh. That is wonderful, son. That's really great. Now, maybe tomorrow we can get it signed by a baseball player. Good job, son. Come and let's eat. Are you with me? <laughs> but that's favor. I was thinking, man, this, I, I, I didn't want to take him anywhere else with me. Are you with me? Because all of a sudden, they're liable to, you know, we're liable to go to a restaurant. They're liable to say, here, here's the best seat in the house. Would you, that little boy right there, would you, would you come, come sit here? I'm his dad. Can I go with him? Dad. <laughs> So, you know, he met Jeff Gordon. He, he, he got his baseball, uh, you know, authentic base. He still got the baseball. <laughs> Somewhere he's got that baseball signed by Joel Cox. <laughs> it was pretty cool. I was like, that's amazing. So that's favor. That's the favor that God wants to have on our lives. So when those things happen, don't just say, well, it's just, I'm just lucky. No, that's the favor of God on your life. That's the blessing of God on your life. So not only does he want us to give us favor, but he says the blessing of the Lord brings wealth and he adds no sorrow to it. So you may have some money and God's blessed you with money. Then don't be afraid of having money. Are you with me? I've not had it and I've had it. And I'm telling you, it's better to have it than not have it. Are you with me? I can do a whole lot more when I got it and I don't have it. Come on, somebody. You know what I'm talking about here. You know, so when that, when that begins to come, just understand it's the blessing of God. Let me get back to the scriptures. Galatians chapter 3, verse 14. It says, He redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come upon the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. At this time, he was talking about the blessing of Abraham. We've done some teaching on the blessing of Abraham, that it would come to the Gentiles through Christ. So that's the blessing of Abraham. God blessed Abraham. Genesis twenty four thirty five. this is what it says. The Lord has blessed my master abundantly, and he has become wealthy. He has given him sheep and cattle, silver and gold, men servants and maid servants, and camels and donkeys. I mean, he says, he's blessed my master abundantly. He gave him $2.50 to get a happy meal. Are you with me? No. He says he has become wealthy. He's become wealthy. He didn't say all of a sudden he was wealthy. He just grew up one day with a silver spoon in his mouth. No, he said he's become wealthy. He's given him sheep. He's given him cattle. Given him livestock. He's given him silver and gold. I mean, gold's going up. (laughs) I don't know about you, but gold's going up. Are you with me? 
uh, you know, that gold be a nice present. Somebody want to give you some gold? Just, oh, no, no, you know, I'm, I'm just a humble Christian. I'd be saying, yeah, I'll take the gold. Gold's good. <laughs> it's not for me anyway. Come on, somebody. It ha- your heart and your motives have to be for the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Look at Genesis twenty six twelve. Now Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him, and the man became rich and continued to grow richer until he became very wealthy. Ooh, richer, richer. Richie, rich. Richie, rich. You know Richie, rich? He became not only wealthy, he became very wealthy. That's what the Bible says. He grew richer and richer. You know what the scripture says? It's in Proverbs that it's like, if it, it's like a man that gathers little by little becomes wealthy. There are more people that take what they have and use what they have to gain wealth or riches than those that win the lottery. Statistic recently given to us was less than 1%, less than half of 1% of the money that's generated for the lottery goes towards education. You know why? Because people want to get rich quick scheme. Okay? But the blessing of the Lord, he says, makes one rich, and I add no sorrow to it. God's not adding sorrow to it when you got some money. God's not going, oh, he's in trouble now. He got some money. No, because he knows that you're a man or a woman of God, and you'll do the God things with it. Can I get an amen? Turn to your neighbor and say he's talking about you. So, so we're, talking about, we're talking about peace. We're talking about good health. We're talking about favor. We're talking about wealth. And the next thing I want to give you is children. The blessing of the Lord is children. It's children. Shelly touched base on it, even through the tithes and offerings. But she says, you know, there, there, is, there is children. Do you realize that the blessing of the Lord is children? Now, I, we're not going to have any more biological children. Are you with me? Right now? <laughs> right, right? <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean that I don't have to have the blessing of the Lord with children? No, because they're spiritual children, right? I mean, there's, there's your kids. You got a few of them. Eli and Jennifer, they got some kids. Are you with me? So Sarah and Jeremy, they got five, you know, four, soon to be five, five, soon to tomorrow. You having a baby tomorrow? Praise the Lord. Amen. So you, you already got the blessing of the Lord upon your life. Are you with me? So, you know, I, I, like, I like their kids. You know what I mean? Are you, come on, somebody. You know what I'm talking about? So let me give you a scripture. Psalms, it's Psalms 1, 127, I think. 127, verses 3 through 5. It says, Behold, children are a gift of the Lord. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, how blessed, <laughs> Jeremy, how blessed is the man whose quiver is full. All right? So uh, the blessing of God is children whether it's biological children, spiritual children. It can be that. Are you with me? It might be children that you adopt. Richard, it might be children you had in a foreign exchange student. Are you with me? That came into your home. That's a blessing of the Lord. Quan gave his life to the Lord. I mean, think about those things that are going on. So it's the blessing of God. You want the blessing of God on your life? I want you to have the blessing of God. I want to operate in the blessing of God. So let's take a review. Anybody got, anybody got all five of these? Number one is peace. Number two is health, or let's say good health. 
good health. Number three is favor. Number four is wealth. And number five is children. So my question to you, as I'm like, okay, God, this is wonderful that now we understand that we should receive the blessings of God and operate in the blessings of God. But how do we receive them? Are you with me? How do I receive them? Do I jump up twice and turn around three times and hallelujah to the north and hallelujah to the... How do I, re- how do I receive these things of the Lord? Anybody want to know? Yeah. yeah, next week. I'll tell you next week. Amen? Let's give the Lord some praise in the house. Amen. <laughs> Pastor Jerry, you have received a blessing of the Lord. You have received good health from God. Amen? You have received a healing, a miracle. I mean, he has. And, and you have received these things from the Lord. Amen? We, how many of y'all want Pastor Jerry to pray for us today? Why don't you stand to your feet? Let's, uh, let's, Pastor Jerry, if you will, come and...